in order to be personally developed, you know, help yourself, you got to be stuck on routine, right? Get up the same time every single morning, have a very rigid routine, track every single movement, track your water, check your food, check your meditation and your deep breathing and all the things in order to be developed, right? That's the game of personal development. And honestly, that's what's turned so many people off because what if that's not your jam? What if you're not good at tracking? What if that doesn't work for you? Well, today, my friends, you are in luck. I am talking to someone who has an alternative way of staying healthy, fit, personally developed, and yeah, keep that brain of yours happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What's up, y'all? Welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. If this is your first time listening, what's going on? My name is Heather Parody, and this episode is for the rebels. Y'all know who you are, the ones who want to say, screw the system. I want to do my own thing. I don't want to measure everything and have a certain routine with my life, but I do care about staying healthy, both physically and mentally. And I think personal development is important. Tracking, measuring, all these apps, not my jam. Today, we are going to share with you something called Vilpa, which is going to blow your mind. Blow your mind. But before we get started, if you have not done so yet, if you are into fun, quirky ways to make that brain of yours happy, I invite you to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. And hey, if you've enjoyed this so far, make sure you leave us a review. Make my brain happy. I'd appreciate it. So do you remember this guy named David Florence? He connected with us a couple of weeks ago about the Zen Swing. And if you were not following us over on Instagram at HappyBrainFM and seen my uh, terrible, terrible Zen Swing, you're missing out. If you want to feel better about your life, check that out. But David, I think we're going to have him on a few times because he's so cool. He's doing some really outside the box stuff to keep his brain happy. He shared with me this concept, this idea that a friend of his is doing research on right now called Vilpa. And it's specifically for those who are uh, not into working out, not into going to the gym. They know it keeps their brain healthy. They know staying physically fit is important, but it's just not their jam. David said, hey, I'd like to share this idea of Vilpa with your audience. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. But uh, because I know for me, I'm, I'm a runner. I'm a long distance runner. But I've noticed that I don't feel like I'm making a lot of progress, not only physically, but also mentally. I feel like I'm in this weird space where I'm running the same amount of miles every single week, doing the exact same routine. And it's good for my anxiety here and there. But also, too, I'm not seeing a lot of improvements with my mindset, my creativity, my physical health. And uh, I'm kind of curious about this myself. So what is VILPA? What's that stand for? So it stands for Vigorous Intermittent Lifestyle Physical Activity. Now, you don't need to remind yourself of the name, just Vilpa will do, or even just simply the idea behind this is enough, I think, to get some people off the couch. Because this is currently in research. A friend of mine, Dr. Uh, Emmanuel Stomatakis out in Australia, is currently doing the research. But it makes sense, and it's something that I've been doing anyway for the last few years, which is why I think he wants to get a few people from my channel doing it. Uh, so that he can include it in his research. But the idea is this. There are many people, I think, and in fact know, that are 
turned off and put off by the whole idea of exercise. Even They just don't like the term exercise. If you were to mention exercise to them, they would turn or perhaps hide further behind their sofa. What this is, there are lots of studies to indicate the benefits of exercise. But there's also lots of studies that indicate that if you are to do exercise, it's even more beneficial to do vigorous exercise. And that's what puts a lot of people off in the sense that I think as soon as they, if they're new to exercise and somebody says, right, it's time for you to do some HIIT training, then of course, their mindset is, I'm going to get really sweaty. It's going it's to be terrible. I'm going to look awful. People are going to laugh at me. I'm overweight. It's going to be really hard work. I don't want to do it. And that's perfectly rational, perfectly understandable. I think for a lot of people that are used to exercising, it all seems perfectly natural. It seems very easy because they've already made that association, that connection with the health benefits and how good it makes them feel. But Vilpa is another idea which is great for people that don't like exercise because what it means is that instead of thinking, I must go and do some exercise today, instead you wake up and you just simply think, all I need to do today for about four or five uh, moments in that day is raise my heart rate via whatever means. And that's all you're doing. Now, of course, there are many ways of raising your heart rate. Because I, I know lots of people that exercise, for example, and they simply go for a run, but they run at the same pace throughout the whole run. They do the same distance. Heather, you might be one of these people. Yes, you are gaining something from doing it, but you're not gaining a huge amount. It's so easy to do because our minds are just purely thinking, I need to exercise. I'll do the same run. It makes sense. I don't need to think about it. But the problem is, of course, you're not causing your body to change and adapt. If you instead thought, tomorrow, I'm going to go through my day four or five times. I'm going to just simply raise my heart rate. I don't need to change into any kit. I don't need to buy any gear. All I'm going to do is, instead of walking up the stairs, I'm going to run up the stairs. Okay. I'm very literal. When he said raise your heart rate, the first thing that I thought was... <laughs> Would watching a scary movie count? Yes. I mean, that is going to raise your heart rate, isn't it? That would be a good idea. So bear in mind, this is still research. And it does not mean that you could remain on the sofa and watch 10 scary movies and get the same benefit. But it is interesting. And so what I do is if I'm out walking Winston, then there may be a hill to climb rather than walking. I'll do a little sprint up it. I'll get down and I might do a few squats. So I do it very differently. Not everybody wants to do it the way I do it because I enjoy exercise. But if they instead think, okay, just get creative. How else can I raise my heart rate for a brief period of time via whatever means? Because let's face it, you and I, I'm sure, can think of lots of great ideas for raising your heart rate beyond just simply watching a horror movie. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, Dave, listen, listen, listen. How long does our heart need to be up? And uh, for how long? Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to raise it, you know, at least two or three times more than the normal. Well, this is it. This is this is where the research uh, is uncertain. Uh, they need to complete the research to have a better understanding of this. But instead, I think that the, what I find is that, that people that practice things like the Wim Hof method, one of the things that I do, or if they go for a run, they get very analytical. And like you, rightly, I suppose, they ask those questions. How long should I do it for? How long should I hold my breath for with the Wim Hof method and all that kind of stuff? The problem with that is when you apply that analytical mindset, you lose all the benefits. Sometimes it's better to just do. It's just better to be, you know. So in other words, if you're going to do the Wim Hof method, just do it for as long as feels comfortable. If you're going to do the Vilpa method, method, raise your heart rate via whatever means until it feels relatively uncomfortable, 
then stop. You know, so in other words, remove all the analytical mind that we have around collecting data. I think the problem is we often fall into the trap, in my opinion, of, you know, when people wear Fitbits and, and all this kind of stuff. Oh, I've done 10,000 steps today. The next day they think, oh, no, I've only done 8,000. And what do they do? They start having a downward psychological cycle of, of thought process that takes all the benefits away of actually, congrat you know, they, they should congratulate themselves. I've done 8,000 steps. Brilliant. But remove this whole step idea. Just go and enjoy a walk. Go and enjoy a run. Go and enjoy raising your heart rate. Don't think about how long you need to do it for. So it's kind of curious, is the benefit of letting go of all these metrics mostly because of the enjoyment, the, you know, less stress, having to measure everything? Is the benefit mostly you have more fun or are there other benefits? Uh, letting go of the me metric means that um, you're going to lose that analytical mindset that consumes far too much of your your mind and it frees up uh, other bits of your mind. Um, so that prefrontal cortex that runs the analytical thinking that we have, if you free that up, you can then eventually, which is partly what I teach, um, uh, encourage things like flow state moments. Um, so in other words, transient hyperfrontality is called where you slow down the prefrontal cortex and you start getting these flow state moments because you're no longer analytically thinking all about about what you should or shouldn't be doing or, or, or causing some kind of negative introspection. What you're doing instead is you're just doing it without much thought. And then just by doing it without the thought, you then might start to enjoy it. So yeah, back to Vilpa, I think it's a really interesting practice because... Especially if you're a parent, say, it's very hard, isn't it, to crowbar this kind of stuff into your day. And when you don't do it, you kind of feel guilty. Whereas if you remove all of that thought process and simply wake up in the morning and think, okay, I'm just going to raise my heart rate, say, four or five times today. And it could be, Heather, it could be that you've got five minutes, say, between this call and the next. So you're going to get off your chair and squat for five minutes. You don't need to change your kit. You're probably not going to be too sweaty by the end of it, but you are going to raise your heart rate. Um, and then you get back and do your work and you're going to feel a lot more alive again and you'll crack on and, uh, and, and have a good day. But then maybe an hour later, you'll think, okay, I'm going to raise my heart rate again. How, what should I do? Um, you know, and you'll come up with, you'll come up with other creative ideas to raise your heart rate. It blows my mind because I know you haven't seen Dave in real life. I haven't either, but homeboy's in great shape, right? And it just blows my mind that he's made the kind of progress in his own life without tracking anything because that goes against everything that we've learned. I don't have a structure to my day. I don't use weights. I don't go to the gym. So I practice calisthenics and I build it into my day regularly. And the reason why I don't have any structure and I don't schedule it is because the more we cause our body and mind to keep guessing, then the more likely you're going to cause adaptation and change. You're constantly putting your body and mind under a brief bit of stress. So it's a bit more like, therefore, if you think about my channel name, Evolution of Dave, it's a bit more like our evolutionary ancestors. You know, they didn't go out and think, oh, I must go and catch that saber-toothed tiger today because it would be good exercise. They were thinking, I've got to go and do that, else there's going to be no food on the table uh, and everybody's going to be unhappy with me. So therefore, they just did it. But there were times when it was more stressful than others because they got far too close to the animal and, you know, and, and almost died. So if you think along those lines, so some of the stuff that I do is like this. I'm talking in front of a computer all day. I don't like doing it too much because I don't like the negative impact on my body. So because I don't like that, I therefore... Every 40 minutes, step away from the desk. I might do some dips on the kitchen worktop. I just get creative around the house. Oh, my, my, my wife doesn't necessarily like it, but I like doing it. I'll, I'll find a, a place on the stairs so I can hang and either just hang there or do some, do some pull-ups. I'll stand on my head. I'll, I'll do some 
various press up, push up uh, routines. Um, on my YouTube channel, I've given myself a challenge to complete the bring Sally up push up challenge that lots of people do. The whole idea is you just get to the end of this Moby song doing push ups. Sounds easy. It, it is actually quite difficult. Certainly for, for me, 47 years old. So I, I therefore don't think about exercise like a lot of people do. I follow this method of, of Vilpa because it means I free up my mind by doing it. Because I'm not thinking, oh, today is an exercise today. Today I must do half a K, you know, half, sorry, half, half a marathon or whatever. I'm just doing it. I'm just that my lifestyle is movement, pushing, lifting. That is my lifestyle. I, so very much, I suppose, akin to the sort of people that live in blue zones around the world that live, that are known to live longer because their lifestyle is simply this. It is just cycling to work pushing things when they get there, lifting things when they get there. I love that he said this, you know, we have to keep our minds guessing. <laughs> I've never thought before that maybe my own rigid practices are blowing, are blocking my own creativity. I have felt very creatively blocked lately, and I'm also a very rigid, scheduled person. So I've never thought that maybe my routine, maybe my rituals are maybe blocking my creativity. Mm, I mean, and I guess we're all different. It's worth giving it a go, isn't it? In many respects, if you're naturally analytical, that really helps you in the job that you do. I mean, goodness, you I know you juggle many, many plates in the air. And that analytical mind allows you to do that. But yes, I think it would be interesting to see whether that right hemisphere of yours starts to work better. Y'all know we have to ask, how has this made his brain happy? Because it frees it up, it gives it more energy. You know, by the way, just by, as a, an aside, when you slow down the prefrontal cortex, you get 40% more energy in the rest of your brain. So bear in mind, this prefrontal cortex is really useful. It's, it's helpful, but it can override too much. If you slow it down, you get transient hyperfrontality, you're more likely to get more flow in general and experience flow state moments. Big thank you to Dave for coming on today's episode. It was so cool connecting with him again. Be sure that you connect with him at DaveFlorence.com. The Evolutionary Dave over on YouTube. Super cool human being. But before we go, I asked him if he had any last thoughts for us. Well, I think uh, creativity, really. I think we've covered this already, but it's worth pointing that out again. Creativity is the key. The more you make it a fun challenge for yourself, the less it becomes a chore. There's so many things where people, uh, so many times when people look at exercise, but they're thinking of it in the wrong way. They're thinking of it as a, I must do this. I should do this. And of course, when you start saying that to yourself, then it becomes a chore for sure, rather than an enjoyable activity. Have fun with it. How else can I raise my heart rate? Just constantly ask yourself that question throughout the day. Isn't this cool? I love this whole idea of you don't have to go to the gym. You can do some freaking Vilpa, y'all. So whether it is playing with Play-Doh, holding your breath, or saying, screw the routine, I'm doing some Vilpa. I hope that this encouraged you to take some time out for you today, my friends, and make that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. <laughs>